Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about social anxiety. Guys, what is up? How are y'all doing today? I am super, super excited to be here again with you guys this week um, and talking to you guys today about something that actually was a real struggle for me today. <laughs> and I know it's definitely something a lot of y'all struggle with and I've coached um, several uh, teens on this. And so I wanted to talk to you guys today about social anxiety. And naturally, today's podcast episode is brought to you guys by my anxiety challenge. Five-day challenge with daily exercises to help you start working on and dealing with your anxiety. So you can get that at palmstreet.co forward slash anxiety. Again, that's palmstreet.co forward slash anxiety. And before we get into it, it's listener shout out time. So this was from a very sweet review left on iTunes. It's from Alexis M. Davis. She wrote, I love that I have this resource at this time in my life that I am a teenager. I often struggle with typical teenage issues and this podcast really helps with that. Please, if you're reading these reviews and considering whether to listen to this podcast or not, just listen. This woman is amazing. I needed this podcast, and now that I have it, I feel so much better in so many different aspects. Thank you so much, Alexis. That was really, really sweet. (laughs) And thank you guys again for taking times to leave reviews. That helps this podcast a lot. So, on to the show. Social anxiety. Um, We've talked a lot about social situations and friends and anxiety on this podcast, but we're going to merge the two today, and we're talking about social anxiety. So anxiety is lots of intense feelings of fear in your body, right? Your heart is racing. You have lots of thoughts and worries about how things might go wrong or... um, yeah, a lot of just nervousness that you're experiencing. And social anxiety is all of that around social situations. So a lot of times it has to do with worrying a lot about interactions with people. And this could be anything from like being afraid to speak up in a group of people, maybe feeling nervous in a large group of people, Um, And one way that it shows up for me a lot is I notice myself very much in my head when I'm talking with people. So as I'm talking with someone, I can't be fully invested in the conversation because mentally I'm thinking like, oh, they probably think I look dumb right now. Or like, I wonder if like I'm smiling too much or maybe I should you know, not be staring or maybe I should like make more eye contact or I don't know, do I look weird? And I'm so overly in my head while I'm talking with this person that I'm not even fully present with them and what they're saying. And I'm just so consumed in myself and how I might be perceived. Um, In another way I think this shows up also is after interactions with people, there's a lot of overanalyzing that happens. So maybe the interaction with the person is fine, but then afterwards you look back on it and you start thinking like, oh, I wonder if like the way I said that might have hurt their feelings or, oh, maybe that like wasn't actually funny. Maybe they thought that was dumb and just very much like 
overanalyzing how you did and said everything like after the moment and critiquing yourself and thinking you should have interacted differently than you did. And really just not giving yourself permission to be yourself because you're so in your head about everything with how you're interacting with people. And I feel like it can be super paralyzing to be experiencing social anxiety, to be able, I think all of us have this desire to like connect with other people and want to be able to have good relationships and have fun interacting with others. But when you're so afraid and in your head, it can make it hard to have that like genuine, authentic connection with people. Uh, I think another way it can show up is like being very afraid that like other people, what they're thinking about you, um, maybe what they might be saying about you, worrying that maybe they don't actually really like you and you spend way too much time thinking about it. And when we think they don't like us, then we make it mean something about us as a person. And I think that's kind of what social anxiety can boil down to is what our interactions with other people are, we start to make mean something about who we are and our lovability as a person. So I wanted to give you guys six tips that I think are essential to dealing with social anxiety. And the first one is noticing your thoughts in social situations. What's coming up for you? What are you thinking about yourself, about those around you? A lot of times with anxiety, we're very quick to notice the physical sensations. So we notice our heart racing. We notice our quick breath or the butterflies in our stomach. And we notice all of those things, but um, we're not as quick to notice the thoughts happening. So next time you're feeling those butterflies or that quick breath is take a minute and pause and notice the thoughts that are running through your head. What are you thinking in this social situation? You know, are you super in your head and thinking like, oh, they probably think I'm dumb? Or, you know, you probably shouldn't speak up. You're going to mess up when you say that. And it's like, no wonder you're feeling anxiety when you notice like all these thoughts you're thinking about yourself. And really this inner critic is just kind of running wild and telling you all the ways that you are messing up or might be messing up. And so naturally you feel a lot of fear and panic. But being able to process and deal with that anxiety starts with noticing the thoughts. What is going on in your head? And no judgment about it, right? Like we all have that inner critic that's saying mean things about ourselves. So just notice it and it's interesting. Like it's interesting that's what we like to do to ourselves. And you don't need to criticize yourself being so critical of yourself but just kind of notice it and you know when you feel like really tense in a social situation and like you can't loosen up what are you thinking why do you think you're showing up that way and being really compassionate with yourself with it and not judgmental the second step is recognizing that other people are consumed about the same thing in the same thoughts and worries about themselves. A lot of times the social anxiety is we're so self-centered and focusing on what's going on for us. We don't realize like other people are going through the exact same thing. We are 
totally not alone in this. And I totally know this. I've, I've coached girls on this and I've told them like, you are not alone. I've talked to other girls that are dealing with the exact same thing. And they're like, what? Really? And they're so shocked to hear that because you feel like something's wrong with you and you're the only one going through this. But no, other people have this same critical, self-conscious voice going on in their heads sometimes. And they also are very consumed in thoughts about themselves. So even if that person doesn't particularly struggle with social anxiety, they definitely think about themselves. That is what people love to do. We love to think and talk about ourselves. And so knowing like as much as you think that person is thinking about and criticizing you, most likely they are thinking about and criticizing themselves. The third step is making peace with the fact that they might be criticizing you. What if that person really doesn't like you? So what? Why does it matter? Like, what are you making that mean about yourself? If that person really doesn't like you, does that mean that you're not lovable or you're not beautiful or you're not funny? Whatever it is, notice that. Why is that other person not liking you? Something that bothers you so much. Because the reality is part of being human is there going to be people out there that don't like you. So you can play small and be in your head about it and try to make sure everyone likes you and there still will be people that don't like you. Or you can show up and have fun being yourself, knowing there will be people that don't like you and just be okay with that. If they don't like you, they're not your person. Number four is being able to distinguish between the facts and the story you're telling yourself. So a lot of times when we're dealing with anxiety, what happens is something will happen and our brain runs away with a story about it. So you might have someone that, um, you know, says hi to you and, you know, they don't say it super peppy and your brain starts thinking, oh my gosh, they said that kind of in a low voice and not very chirpy. They probably hate me and were annoyed to see me. And it maybe it's because I said that one thing to them the other week. Maybe I should go apologize to them for saying that. And on and on your brain goes about it. And the reality is all they did was say hi. That is the fact. They said hi. And you know nothing else. And so you're adding this whole story that makes you feel horrible versus being able to recognize like this is what happened and everything else is an optional story I'm telling myself and I don't need to be thinking all that because again we have no idea what is going on in that person's head we don't know what they're thinking so why spend all our time telling ourselves this story and imagining what they might be thinking about us is this horrible, awful thing when like it's all made up in our heads. We really have no idea what they're thinking, like good, bad. We don't know either way. So why waste your brain energy on thinking this negative story about what this person is thinking about you? It's just not worth your time and makes you feel horrible. 
So being able to kind of fact check your brain and be like, wait, did that actually happen? Did she actually say that? No, this is what was said. And I'm going to hold myself accountable for that. And I'm not going to make myself feel bad about something I made up in my head. Um, and then the fifth step is become a social optimist. Now, I read this the other week and I thought it was so interesting. I was like, I have to share that with you guys. So a social optimist versus a social pessimist. What a social optimist is, is someone who assumes the best about everyone else and what everyone else is thinking about themselves. So the social optimist is someone who goes into a party and is thinking like, everyone here is awesome and they all think I awesome, I'm awesome and everyone adores me. And they think very positively about themselves and what people around them think about them. And I know it kind of sounds like a little bit um, conceited, but the contrast to that is being a social pessimist. These are people who go into social situations assuming no one's going to like them and that it's not worth it to even interact with people and things are probably going to go horribly. So they're negative in their thinking about social situations. And they have found that social optimists tend to actually be able to make friends better and interact with people more. And they do make friends more easily and people generally do like them more than social pessimists. So why is this? It's because of what they're thinking going into the situation. When you're thinking, like, people are going to like me. This is going to be fun. I am so excited to get to know everyone. You are going to put yourself out there more. You're going to have fun interacting with people. You're going to show up differently at a party as opposed to being a social pessimist. If you go into a situation thinking no one's going to like me, why would you bother talking to someone? Why would you be friendly? And of course, when you're not super friendly and you're not putting yourself out there or trying to talk to anyone, like no one's really going to become your friend or be- come to like you because of that. And so recognizing your power in how you think about yourself and other people can actually influence your experience in social situations. And so trying to shift your thinking towards more positive. And I realize if you have a habit of being a social pessimist and thinking people won't like you, that might be a hard shift to just become an optimist, but maybe challenging yourself to be like, it's possible someone like might like me, or this might be fun, or I might get to know someone I really like. And so giving yourself that benefit of a doubt and start shifting your thinking in a more positive direction. And again, we don't know what other people are thinking about us. So why not just assume that everyone likes you? There's no harm in that versus assuming people don't and then you feel more insecure about it. Um, so being able to believe that you can make friends and giving yourself that belief will empower you to make friends and show up better in social situations. And by shifting your belief about yourself, instead of believing all these negative things about yourself in social, social situations, knowing you got this. And my last piece of advice 
is shifting the focus off yourself. When we are anxious in social situations, we are very consumed in how other people are perceiving us. And if they like us, do they think we're weird? And rather than being so consumed in us, what if we focused on them? I've noticed that for me when I start asking questions about someone else and caring about them and what's going on in their life and what they're struggling with, my anxiety just kind of loosens and it doesn't limit me as much because I'm not so focused on me anymore. I really care about what's going on for this person and I'm genuinely connecting with them because I'm thinking about them instead of thinking about myself. So shifting your thoughts towards someone else and caring about them rather than thinking about you and thinking about what they're thinking about you. So I hope this is really helpful for you guys. Um, I would love to hear about how these tips go as you try practicing them at school and parties and in your friend groups. And let me know on Instagram at palm.street. I would love to hear about it. And if any of you guys are interested in getting coaching on social anxiety, I would love to help. I have a few coaching spots available. So go talk to your parents, have them sign you up for a free session on my website at palmstreet.co forward slash, no forward slash actually, just palmstreet.co. So um, I can't wait to hear from you guys and I will talk to you next week. Bye.